welcome to the eighth episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. I'm Kevin Allen. I'm Catherine Toth Fox. We're with Hawaii Magazine, and we have a special guest here today. I'm excited <laughs> because she's very special to me. She's an old friend, not old. She's a young friend, <laughs> but we've known each other for a long time. You two are essentially the same person. As we one are, according to some people. That we don't even look alike. We have long faces. Is that what it and is? We're hapa. Eh. Okay. That's all I'll you take need. it. That's I'll all you need it. here. If people think I look like Olena Q, I'm very happy about that. Yay! <laughs> we have Olena here on our show. So I'll give you, I'll read her bio. <laughs> Begrudgingly, I asked her this to send a me short a short bio. bio. Oh no, I can tell you right now, it's about 175 words long. <laughs> but I'm gonna read it anyway because she sent it to me. Okay, so and if I make things up or if I'm reading this incorrectly, please interject. Olena Hugh is a local celebrity, true. Television personality, <laughs> true. Entrepreneur, creative, and well-known journalist, all true. Who hold wow. a bachelor's and master's degrees in communication from Hawaii Pacific University, where you were <coughs> teaching? Because mm-hmm. I remember I guest lectured there. Yep. As an award-winning writer and news anchor reporter, she received the prestigious Edward R. Murrow Award. I've always wanted one, but I don't do broadcast. It just sounds prestigious. A Murrow. A Murrow. Especially when you put prestigious before it. Wait, (laughs) but it gets better, by the way. She's won numerous Society Professional Journalist Awards and held the title of Miss Hawaii 2004, representing the Aloha State at Miss America in Atlantic City. Perfect cut. Really? I have so much aloha. No, you're but just this overflowing is, with but it. But the most important stuff is the stuff you're doing now. I feel, okay. and this is kind of why you're here. What is she doing now? So Kat? she is an entrepreneur. She ha- she produces and stars in a new television show called The Best Hawaii on Hawaiian Telecoms Video on Demand. It's also playing on Hawaiian Airlines oh. through June. Mm-hmm. No, start no. Yes, through June, mm-hmm. end of June. So that's this month. Hopefully they renew. Yes. <laughs> why not? June and, and July and. She's and she's from Kauai. Um, and why we have her on this show? Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Is among other things. So she's a foodie. Um, she loves everything about Hawaii. She knows a lot of people, and she's done a lot of things. But we have her here to talk about travel tips because you're an avid traveler. Mm-hmm. You have major wanderlust. I guess so. Where have you traveled to? Um, <laughs> like this year like or this in your year, lifetime? Like in these past uh, six months. In these past six months, I went to Florida, Chicago, Colorado, Havana, Cuba. Wow. And Maui. Oh, there was more. Yeah. In the last six months. Yeah. That's like more than months. one place a month. <laughs> well, yeah. the Florida Seven? trip was like a Florida, Havana, Havana combo. Yeah. And oh, I was supposed I to see. go to Bahamas too. But wow. Well, you kind of went to the Bahamas. We were in the water. <laughs> oh. The tender couldn't carry us, so um, we had to stay on the ship. Yeah. So, so anyway. You're a seasoned traveler. Yes. And yes. you've been to all islands? Have you been to all Not Ni'ihau or Koho'olawe. Mm. Ooh, I beat you on you've that one. You've been to Koho'olawe. No, I have. I was supposed to go to Koho'olawe. You have to, like, weigh yourself. You have to get on a scale to get on the plane. Ooh. Or no, I'm sorry. I had to declare my weight. This is for a service trip. I never went on. Um, but in the beginning, you have to declare your weight. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie because the plane's going to go down. So I'm like, I'm 275 pounds. Like, I'm just going to give you the biggest weight possible because I know everyone else lied. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so I did not go to Ko'olave, but I've been to Nihau. Yeah. Oh, only on that how? beach. That one um, area that you can land right. on. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like this one portion. Mm-hmm. It's pretty expensive. It's like a $300 flight, I think, from Kauai. Right? The Robert, Robert, uh, Robinson, Robinson family who owns the island also runs this tour. 
so you can catch like a it's a um, medi- medical helicopter mm-hmm. so I think it fits like six people and I went with you know some of our mutual friends um, and it was really fun Awesome. What'd you do? Did do, do you just get taken to the beach and you? They fly over Niihau, mm-hmm. um, so you can see the 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 towns and the homes and the people, and they wave at you, and you can they chase mouflon sheep and whatever. Anyway, you get to see the you get to see Niihau from above, and then they land on a beach that is pretty secluded. I mean, I guess most beaches on Niihau are secluded by just by geography, but. You land there, and um, you have three hours to do whatever you want. Oh, wow. So we swam. There were monk seals. One mm-hmm. chased me. Mm-hmm. Well, not chased me. I didn't know he was following me in the ocean. Hopefully it wasn't, like, breeding season or something. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> totally um, um, and you could go shelling for, like, an ihao shell because they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and just cruise. They bring you lunch. So we, ha- we ate lunch that on the beach. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I would do yeah. it for 300 Yeah, yeah totally. Not too bad. How long is that flight? So I threw up. Yeah, because oh. I yeah. get motion sick. Me too. It wasn't long at all. It's like maybe 15 to 20 minutes. And it's a helicopter. It's a helicopter, mm. but medical oh. helicopters are very, very, very stable. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't um, It wasn't that. It was just there was like six women and a male pilot who wanted to impress the six women. And so he kind of you did, did some yeah, he did some aerial things and yeah. tried to scare us and stuff. And I was like, "Yo, you need to stop, or I'm gonna throw up in your, in your like plane." And I did. did. You, you threw up in his plane. Yeah. Well, I threw up in a bag. I was respectful. <laughs> That's nice yeah. of you. So it wasn't bad. You should consider mm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Scary. Anyways, Dramamine. Dra- yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great travel tip, mm-hmm. which is a no, great segue. No, Dramamine's terrible. And you take it before. You have to take it before, like, like it days your, before. Your it yes. does, but it makes you drowsy. Even oh. the non-drowsy or the... Even the less drowsy less still drowsy. makes you drowsy. But right. they have a new one that is essentially a ginger pill. Right. And that's the 100% non-drowsy one. Oh. But it doesn't have the same chemicals that help you with the motion sickness. I think it's just the elements of ginger that mm-hmm. everybody talks about. And how you were okay on the cruise? Yeah, cruises are fine because the boat is so big. Mm-hmm. And I also get a cabin that doesn't have a window. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went on Carnival a few times years ago, there's a fake window where there's curtains. Uh-huh. So you kind of feel like there's a window, but this one was no window at all. But oh, it's wow. pretty cozy and comfy. You don't feel claustrophobic? Nope. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's a big ship. Yeah. No, but in your cabin, the cabins no. are usually small. Unless it's you small, upgrade. But you just feel, I felt fine. Yeah. Okay. And I've cruised three times now. Wow. So the trip to Florida was to visit my grandmother who was turning 96. And then the cruise was kind of like, well, since we're going to be there, might as well do something else. So we did a, a four day cruise to Havana and, um, and to the Bahamas. And it was also open bar. Nice. <laughs> That sounds like a good cruise. Another <laughs> travel tip. Yes. I know. Read the fine print. And I called to confirm. I was like, it's not just beer and wine, right? It's like vodka and everything. Yeah. And they're like, yes. Because I don't want to get on and it's just, you know, I have a feeling beer. you probably weren't the only one who called about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, cool. Okay, so you um, you travel fairly often also for your job. Yes. Um, and so, and just because you love traveling in mm-hmm. general. So in Hawaii specifically, since most of our, our viewers, listeners, 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 depending on what we're doing here, yeah. um, tend to be interested in Hawaii. Where, what are your favorite islands to go to? Ooh. Uh, well, I'm born and raised on the island of Kauai and a lot of people say that it's the most beautiful mm-hmm. because it's the garden isle. It's green and lush and, but growing up there, it's super boring <laughs> as you can imagine. But I did live this 
amazing life of, you know, hiking in valleys and jumping off bridges and, you know, paddling and surfing and all that kind of stuff. But as I travel more and more, I feel like Maui essentially is a combination of Kauai and Oahu in one. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like Maui is really a great place to visit. And they have an abundance of beaches. The water is still super clear. Um, I also feel like they have an exceptional food scene there now. Oh. Um, they're a little late to the game. I mean, food trucks are kind of a thing now, which is, mm -hmm. I don't know, five years later. But um, they, they're really bringing it when it comes to culinary at the moment. Yeah. You were just there. I was just there for Maui Ag Fest, uh, which fosters you know development and agriculture and farming. And they do a really awesome grand taste where they bring 12 chefs, like the hottest chefs on the island together to do kind of like a taste of Honolulu, mm -hmm. but it's only 30 bucks. Oh, cheap. Yeah, so it's just they're doing everything right and it's organized and they have um, an ingredient from a local farmer and they do all these challenges and it's really good, good fun. Man, that sounds delicious. Do you have any <laughs> like local, like standout food places that you want to shout out here? Uh, ooh, that's tricky. I guess, well, it's funny enough because as soon as I land on Maui, the first place I go to is the nearest gas station to the airport because they have the best spam musubi. Which oh. one is that? <laughs> it's, um, I think it used to be 76. It's not minutes. It's stop. the orange one. And they do like a combo musubi where it's two musubis in one saran wrap, which I think oh, is just nice. like brilliant. That's amazing. And That's a good do, deal. <laughs> and they do the, um, it's where they saute it and show you and sugar. So it's Oof. kind of got that caramelized, mm -hmm. but that's oh, like yeah. my number one place. And then of course, um, got to support, you know, like the local businesses. I always try to find gelato places and mm -hmm. sandwich shops and cafes. And so like 808 on Main is kind of a newer one in Wailuku, really great brunch, really great lunch. Um, Lineage, Chef Sheldon Simeon opened oh, a year ago and he's nominated boy. for James Beard, taking Filipino cuisine and elevating it. Mm. Uh, and then, I don't know, I just always kind of make the rounds at different places and try to discover new ones. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. You got any travel tips for us? Yeah, yeah so I was thinking about it. Because travel, yeah. you know, I just got back last week, Sunday. And um, so the number one thing when you're coming up with your travel plans is you have to know your date when mm -hmm. you're flying. And I would highly recommend <coughs> not traveling on the weekend and not to travel during a three-day weekend or during a holiday. Mm. Uh, flying on an actual holiday is okay, like flying on Christmas. Christmas or, is great. Yeah, because nobody's flying because no they're already flying. at their destination. People are home. But all the time around that is crazy, and you're also going to see inflated prices. So mm. if you travel on the weekend or if you travel during a three-day weekend or you travel around a holiday, all the prices for everything is going to go up. So that's the number one thing, is knowing the date that you want to go and being aware of the varying prices. Do the prices ever vary, like, when you're actually trying to book your ticket, like, during... Do you try to book your ticket during the week or during the weekend? Does that ever actually fluctuate with price? It's been said that you should book your tickets on Sunday. Really? But I don't really know if there's any rhyme or reason. Mm -hmm. I think the sooner, mm -hmm. better than later. Sooner is definitely better. as it gets closer, then prices and airfares and hotels and stuff do go up. So as soon as you know your dates, if you're kind of firm on it, then start to do your research. The next thing that I do is I actually go to those third party platforms like Expedia or hotels.com. Mm -hmm. And I do my research by searching in there first. So if you're comparing hotel room rates or rental car rates or tours, I go on those and I find the cheapest one because oh. it says, yeah. you know, here's your best rates. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I go directly to 
the hotel or mm-hmm. directly to the rental car company. Huh, interesting. Yeah. And so what the one thing that like Expedia or some of those third party sites don't tell you is there are other fees mm-hmm. and taxes that aren't included in theirs. Like it'll say this is how much you're paying, but then when you go to the hotel, mm-hmm. then you've got the resort fee, you've got the <coughs> travel taxes, you've got the room tax. So you paid for your room on your third party site, but then when you go to check out, yeah, it's, it's just like, like a, Airbnb. a whole other bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I use Airbnb every once in a while when I travel, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, like forty bucks a night, and then it's like cleaning fee. By the time you get to end all, all those fees, it's like what it like doubled in price somehow. Yeah. Do you ever use Airbnb or do you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love Airbnb, but there are certain areas like I was in Fort Lauderdale and I'm going like um, at the end of the month, I'm going to New York and I need to be in New York City. Mm-hmm. So it's like I can't really Airbnb in Fort Lauderdale and I couldn't really Airbnb in the city in New York. So oh, really? I do book hotels, but mm-hmm. in Korea, uh, in New Zealand, um, I've Airbnb'd everywhere. Internationally, I feel like it works really mm-hmm. well. Like in Japan, we Airbnb'd and like. We actually got there the day of, and we ended up not wanting to stay at the place we were originally going to stay at. It was a friend's apartment, and it was, like, terrible. It was, like, oh. tiny and right next to a train track. And um, so we Airbnb'd four hours before we actually had to be at the Airbnb, and it, like, totally worked out. Like, they're super on it, you know, really great customer service. Aww. The best Airbnb experience I ever had was in New Zealand at the top of a mountain. Below us was a river with like a babbling brook. Oh my gosh. We were in the guest house. <clears throat> it was absolutely stunning. Sunrise, mm-hmm. trees, jacuzzi. And the people that owned the home went on a trip. So I volunteered to feed their cat. Oh, nice. <laughs> I feel that's like amazing. Anytime yeah. you can use babbling brook to describe <laughs> where you're staying is like, that's definitely up yep. there. Do you ever use like the, what is that, VRBO? Yep, the yep. Newer VRBO. One? I've never tried that before, but I, I hear good that's things. That's older. It's older? Oh, yeah. Vacation. That was oh, man. that was for like licensed bed and breakfasts and vacation mm-hmm. rentals. Airbnb oh, is much, much newer. They're yeah. really popular in Hawaii. Like you'll find a mm-hmm. lot of good VRBOs, yes. especially uh-huh. if you're trying to book during the summer months. Yeah. You want that oceanfront. Yeah. That's, I recommend it. And then a lot of times the places or the venues are on both platforms. Mm-hmm. But VRBO kind of seems a little bit more old school, so you might find some hidden gems on there. Definitely. It'll be um, interesting to see what happens after, you know, all the Airbnb. I know they're doing a bunch of new taxes and bills right now, so it'll be interesting to see what that landscape kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some transportation tips in terms of car rental. Um, always sign up for their preferred membership or their platinum membership or whatever because mm-hmm. you could get benefits where your car is ready and waiting. Oh you don't gosh. have to wait in line. It's so good. You just drop it off. And oftentimes it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do Lyft and Uber. Um, but make sure, because my husband had a discount code for Lyft and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that he had a discount and I didn't have the yeah. discount. So when we caught the Lyft, he's like, how come my rate's cheaper? <laughs> so you want to always just kind of compare. It oh, takes a weird. minute. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. weird too because Lyft will actually like hold your dis- they'll automatically apply your discount codes to your account and they'll hold for a long time too. So I've definitely had Lyft rides that I didn't even know I had like $5 off or something. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to kind of stay mm-hmm. on, on track. And I like what you're saying about taking the preferred membership for car rentals because we're a part of National, their car rental. Emerald, our company sir? is, yeah. Our, our, our company is. You remember how weird it was when mm-hmm. they're like, just take a car. It's like you'd get there and they're like, just take a car and it's like <laughs> yeah. super weird keys are in it just steal this car it's like yeah. super uncomfortable but yeah. it's so much faster than waiting and then in when a car you drop it off line. you're like what do i do yeah you just park it you and you leave it leave it <laughs> yeah it's, it's super crazy. weird yeah we tried to uber were you with us in where were we taiwan no no we've never been to asia 
I forget who, which country, if it was Taiwan or Singapore, and we had gone with people who were like, you know, elite, not, they're not Yelp elites, but they're like Uber elites, but that's not mm-hmm. true either. But anyway, we couldn't get a ride in, uh, we couldn't get an Uber to pick us up in a foreign country because we didn't have any credibility in that foreign country or something like that. Like we weren't established as riders. Or like so verified. nobody wanted to pick us oh. up. They were was, like declining you. Yeah, but it was weird because the people that we were traveling with were all like, I mean, they're, that's how they travel is through mm-hmm. Uber, and we couldn't get a ride. Anyway, it was just kind of weird. I didn't know if that followed you state to state. I would figure it would, mm-hmm. right? Well, I guess I mean, I don't get it. It's yeah. international. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to pick up those Americans. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. We don't want their it. money. Yeah. And but it's kind of scary driving in some of those countries, especially, like, you know, when I went to Bali, it's just the roads are so different there. Like, mm-hmm. and we hired a driver full time. Like, we had a driver that took, took us everywhere. And I couldn't even imagine driving on those roads because it's so busy and packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're coming to Hawaii, there are lots of transportation options. So I highly recommend getting a car, mm-hmm. your own car, so you have the freedom to go wherever you need to go. Yeah. It's amazing how many people who travel to Hawaii don't rent cars mm-hmm. because we have a good bus system. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have areas where you can stay and walk like or Waikiki bike. or mm-hmm. bike, right? Or Kailua or whatever. And you don't need to really get around. You can Uber, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you don't have a car and the way that our bus system works, you can't really venture into neighborhoods that I feel like reflect Hawaii better mm-hmm. than these kind of resort towns, you know? And I feel like the cost of your lift ride for just one lift ride. It's like the, the same as a day. Of of <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people realize that too. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good tip for people. Do you people. have any tips for like travelers on a budget? Like what is your like go-to, like here's how to save money, like life hack. Hmm. What's your life hack? Number one. Stay with friends. Okay. <laughs> Make friends and then stay <laughs> with them. Make friends, stay with them. Um, become a buddy mm-hmm. to be someone's companion on their buddy pass. Oh, <laughs> oh that's always good. Yeah, that's and smart. And that's how come I travel so much is I'm actually a companion oh. on a Hawaiian Airlines employee. So that means I can fly on United and Alaska Air as well. Oh, However, wow. it's not a confirmed seat. That's right. You're on standby. Yeah, so you're standby. So it's a little bit stressful. So when we flew to Florida, um, I bought confirmed tickets, but I used miles. Oh, I see. So that's another tip is get a credit card that you can accrue miles and just charge everything. Onto that credit card. That credit so you're card. just accruing miles mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, so but pay it off later. though. Pay it yeah. off every month. <laughs> yeah, so pay it off. <laughs> because the APR is really high yeah, and it's yeah. usually annual fees. I pay all my credit cards in full. And so for the past five years, I was charging you know, all my business expenses on my business credit card. And then I realized, oh, I have points. Mm-hmm. I never used them. And I had 140,000 points. Oh my gosh. So because I had never used it, I said, well, I better use it. Memorial Day weekend. Remember, don't travel during a holiday. <laughs> I booked my uh, round trip airfare on United with 137,000 points. Oh, good. For my husband and me. That's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have a preferred credit card? No. I mean, I've heard Chase Sapphire, the priority banking for Swain Bank, Hawaiian Airlines, MasterCard. So I am not an expert at that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you might want to just evaluate what the benefits are, how much the annual fee is. They're usually about $80 to $300. So... Do you have to factor in like, okay, how long is it going to take you to accrue all those miles? Is it worth it to pay that fee? Mm -hmm. So when you travel and, you know, I've traveled 
extensively to places that I don't know much about mm-hmm. also just like you um how do you come up with your itinerary because I feel like that's very daunting for people who have never been to Hawaii for example and you can use an example of elsewhere but like New Zealand right mm-hmm. um where like you you can look at a map but then how do you know where to go mm-hmm. how do you know which areas to stay in how do you know like how close you are to places like how would you yeah. plan out your trip like efficiently too because mm-hmm. I feel like that time management thing is such an important part of a trip. I usually try to pick a place to stay that's in the middle of everything. So like when I went to South Korea, I didn't stay in the major cities, mm-hmm. but I stayed in a little town. We were next to a park and we were in between all the train stations. Mm-hmm. So that way when you type in must see sites in South Korea and all these little things pop up, then you can kind of start to plan. You know, oh, we should go here, there, you know, um, Latte World. Mm-hmm. And how long is it to get there? And what else is in the area? Is so that really spend. a place? Yeah, it's like Disney World. <laughs> latte World? Yeah. Is it about coffee? No. Um, lo- oh, L-O-T-T-E. Got it. Oh, Lotte. That's right. Sorry. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you're pronouncing it right or I'm not or whatever. But when you said Latte World, maybe it's like because it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, what? Espresso World. That was a little far. Um, So we just had to figure out, okay, we get in on this day. This is where we are. And we kind of just gauge, like, why don't we explore the area that we're in the first day? and go shopping and go eating and wander around blah, blah, blah. and then the next day okay we have all day it takes an hour to get to blah, blah, blah. we go here yeah. so you kind of you know and the same thing like when we went to New Zealand we were off the beaten path in that house with the cat mm-hmm. right? and the babbling brook and the babbling brook of course <laughs> and so we figured okay we have to go and see where the Lord of the Rings was filmed and we mm-hmm. have to find these waterfalls and uh, so you kind of strategize oh, okay, well, this is in this area and this is in this area. So you kind of plan and don't over plan your vacation. Like maybe have one or two things to see a day, but then the rest is flexible. Uh Like go and eat wherever is nearby and check out this and that. Like I don't like a regimented schedule. Yeah, my girlfriend and I on our first trip to Japan, we were like, right when we were in the planning phase, we're very serious about it. Hour by hour, here's what's going on. But then by the second day that we were there, it had completely fallen apart and we were just like... (laughs) We were Googling, like, what's there to do? And then we would just pick, yeah, like, two things and just check it out, but then kind of leave the rest. You know, you're on vacation. Mm -hmm. You don't want (laughs) to... You don't want to make it feel like work unless you're us. Well, the last time I went to Japan, I I had a free day, and I didn't know what I was going to do, so I just walked. Nice. And I stumbled upon a bunny cafe. Cute. And I was like... Living the dream. (laughs) Bring on the bunny. And that's all you did for the rest of the day. And I went and I had ramen for breakfast and then I went to the bunny cafe and it was a beautiful day. That's that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that is good. Yeah. I think people coming to Hawaii, um, especially first timers, not that we have a lot of first timers. I feel like a lot of, I think the Mm -hmm. vast majority of visitors, at least from the U.S. are repeat visitors here. But, you know, the first place they think of going is Oahu. It's mm-hmm. what they, right? Waikiki. 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 Right. Luau. And so for someone who's maybe been to Oahu, where would you recommend they go? Do you recommend island hopping? Is that an efficient use of time? I think most people, when they come here, they stay like seven to ten days. Is kind of the average. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend they do? Definitely explore the other islands. You know, Molokai 
is truly... You know we're going to get letters from people in Molokai. Not that they're listening to our podcast, oh. but they're going to be like, please don't, don't come. send people yeah. to Molokai. Well, Molokai is truly authentically old Hawaii. And even if you just go for the day to check out some of the fish ponds and, you know, buy some Molokai hot bread. I know they're on Oahu as well. But that is really essentially what Hawaii used to be. But I wouldn't even really come to Oahu if you'd been here already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to Maui, go to Hana. Mm-hmm. Hana's probably in my happy place. Um, you can go to Is Kauai. the drive your happy place? It's okay. As <laughs> long as I'm driving now? or in the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> that's some motion sickness right there, yeah. man. That's my travel tip. Don't sit in the back seat if, no if back you're riding seat. on the, the road to Hana. Or just fly into Hana. <laughs> or just, yeah. That's my big tip. Ball yeah. out, fly Do into it once. Hana. Never again. Yeah. Go to the Hamakua Coast on the Big Island mm-hmm. and check out the Z Trail and Black Sand mm-hmm. Beach and mm-hmm. stay in Waimea and you know. Man. So you're telling people to get away from Oahu. Well, th- she said they came already. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Don't come back. Go yeah, other places. I know. I mean, the nice thing about Oahu is there is a lot of personality on this island. There's a lot of different things you can do here, yeah. much more than any other there's island. A lot I of feel. city. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, it's not, I mean, you can go beyond Waikiki. I mean, there's Kailua, right? There's a North Shore. I mean, there's just different little neighborhoods here and there. There's the West Side. Mm -hmm. There's the West Side. I mean, there's also East Honolulu, which I feel like doesn't get a lot of love, but there's plenty of things to do Mm -hmm. in Hawaii Kai or, you know, Waimanalo. So Even in Honolulu, there's a ton ton to do that people might not check out Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, it's a pretty dense city. Yeah, I think right now a lot of people bypass Oahu entirely and just go straight to Maui. Yeah. I think Maui's kind of the up and coming. Maui's island. the new darling. Mm-hmm. Yes, people Maui's from great. yeah, people from the mainland. I was here, like my relatives now who live in California. They they don't never come visit us anymore because they always go to Maui. They have know. timeshare. Yeah, probably, probably, yeah, yeah somewhere over yeah. there. Okay, do you have any packing tips? Oh yeah, for us uh, because like you travel fairly light. light. You're not a Melissa. I Chang. don't check Ooh. anything. I do one backpack when I travel. Ooh, nice. Yeah, if I can, one backpack. Do if it's you like put a three day trip. Socks and things in your shoes. No socks, you, just slippers. Oh, even if I'm yeah, hiking. Yeah, but see, that's because you're you just going, go barefoot. But that's like a three day trip. Most people who come here aren't come. I mean, they're going to bring us. Yeah. more than just like three days shoes but take up too much room in, in my opinion but yeah. then if you wear them on the plane and you just eliminated that i just have you know? slippers sneakers and maybe a pair of sandals but usually it's the slippers and the sneakers and i wear the sneakers while i'm traveling wow. right? but if you're Light. coming to hawaii all you need are slippers literally mm-hmm. it's true we don't have a strict dress codes yeah no. and mm-hmm. as far as packing you can take your garments and roll them and then you can also stick things in other things. So like sticking things in your shoes mm-hmm. or sticking things in the crease of the mm-hmm. bag. Um, bring a light jacket or a rain jacket. And it is pretty hot. So you need shorts, one pair of pants, a bunch of t-shirts. For me, I'll do a couple of dresses and I'll do like five swimsuits. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like the real question is almost like, what should you not pack, right? Cause mm-hmm. like people might think it's gonna be cold here. You don't need to bring a sp- I mean, you can bring a jacket, but most likely it's going to be pretty hot every day, especially if you're traveling during the summer. It's been scorching lately. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of the things that I've done, too, is I use that shower cap that oh. you get at the hotel to put my wet garments in. Mm. So if you're packing, you're jumping on a plane, I take the wet garments and I put it in the shower cap. Um, also, it's kind of cool to get one of those toothpick floss combinations where mm-hmm. it's both toothpick and dental floss mm-hmm. oh, okay. uh, and that's you know you can use that 
put it in your room and a knees. Mm-hmm. Um, I also use hair conditioner as hair gel. Oh. So I don't use hairspray or gel. I just have the conditioner. Which you can just use in the hotel yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Huh. And I always tell people, like, when you're coming to Hawaii, especially from the mainland, we are still part of the United States. We yeah. are a first world <laughs> country. And we do accept U.S. currency. So yeah. if you forget anything, you can buy it here. Do you Absolutely. know what I mean? And like, don't forget to wear sunscreen. <laughs> oh, Reef safe sunscreen. Yes. And also, we don't do plastic bags here. So True. you may want to bring your own recyclable recyclable mm-hmm. bags or buy them when you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. People, and I, I, you know, I tell people, especially if you're traveling and you're staying in an Airbnb, you know, if you look up or uh, vacation rental, a lot of them have laundry facilities. Like, they have washer dryers on premises. So yeah. that's also an option if you want to reduce how much clothing you're bringing, too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if you're coming for a wedding, that's a whole different story. I mean, you have to go find out. What the dress code is, appropriateness, but and don't wear yeah. heels because it'll likely be on the grass. Right, grass. Right, beach weddings and lawn weddings don't wear heels. Just wear flats. Yes. I'm in or, a weird like reverse problem now, where I actually have to go to a wedding in New York, and I don't have any of the suit. You have to. Wear I don't. A suit. I don't have a suit, man. But you can probably rent something up there, right? Maybe? I guess so. But man, know. that's expensive. Mm. I don't know. It's just I'm very unprepared, surprisingly, for this trip because it's like. New yeah. York in the kind of winter. You could try to go to Goodwill. Yeah, I could buy a suit at Goodwill. That's yeah. true. You can get a suit for like twenty bucks. My wedding Goodwill. dress was from Goodwill. Smart. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Saving money. That's great. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> that to is great. Jewish. Well, I just <laughs> right. I I don't know where where my wedding dress came from. I think I just borrowed my friend's wedding dress. I mean, it wasn't her wedding dress. It was just a white dress, and I just borrowed it. But I still have it, so it's technically not borrowing. Ah, I took it. You took it. You stole yeah, I did. You know, speaking about saving money, have you flown Southwest yet? Inter I have or? not. Man, because no. Kat did. How I was did. that, Kat? Oh, you haven't really. But you've flown on the mainland, though, right? Southwest? Have you ever? I'm not sure. Oh, man. You might be the expert so. here, Kat. No, God. Well, I, you know, when I was living in Chicago, we would fly Southwest all the time because it was just really cheap and you could go to New York or wherever, right? Um, and they're always known for like being funny or fun they're like fun trips so they, they make jokes and i think 911 <laughs> really? oh I yeah had no idea. yeah like i remember one time i was flying to i think i was flying to new york in chicago from chicago and the guy got on the pa the flight attendant and he's like hey everybody here for washington dc raise your hand and people kind of looked around panicky and they're like good you're on the right flight <laughs> like they, those things would never fly uh, yeah i was gonna 9/11. say i don't know how i feel about like yeah they a would funny joke around a lot on flights anyway um, so when they opened, when they decide, when they announced they were going to um, do, do flights here, it was like a big buzz. And we had a lot of feedback from readers and, and people online, social media. And it was mixed because there's no assigned seats on Southwest. They're really cheap. Um, they're, they're, that's what they're known for. And so there's not a whole lot of, you know, amenities on your flight. And so I think flying from the mainland here would be challenging because you're talking about a six-hour flight in some cases. Yeah, if you're flying um, from California, that's like a six-hour right. flight. In New and York, that's... Well, I don't think they fly direct oh, yeah, from right. New York, Not but yet. from the, the West Coast, it'd be like a, fi- a five- to six-hour flight. That's yeah. a long time that's to long be sitting there and uncomfortable. To have crackers. It's like flying Omni to Vegas. You know, mm-hmm. we've all done that. But Inner Island, it was, I mean, it's a 35-minute flight to Maui. Like, I don't need to be pampered in 35 minutes. And I liked it. Actually, the whole idea of assigned seats... Um, wasn't an issue. It's not like Aloha. Remember the days of Aloha Airlines when you had to sit in like line at the gate. Remember mm-hmm. those days? Mm-hmm. But it, you, it's when you check in, they assign you a number, 
And that number is how you wait in line to board the plane. So you are in an assigned number in line. Mm -hmm. And then once you get on on the flight, it's a free-for-all. But because you're in line, it's very civilized. And people are like, oh, what number are you? I'm like, I'm B-15. And and you get into a line. So if you're traveling with, like, a companion, you're asking to sit right next to each other. As long as you check in at the same time. time. Oh, that's interesting. You can sit in there. Because that was my big worry. Like, if I want to take a trip with my girlfriend, like... I'm at the front of the plane, she's in the back, or vice versa. Well, and if it does happen that way, who cares? It's 35 minutes. Like, you can be apart for 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So, I I liked it. I mean, it's going to be interesting how it affects, you know, the prices for Hawaiian Airlines. They haven't gone down, so I don't don't know. I don't know. I think Hawaiian Airlines is really trying to hold their, like, air of, you know, amenities, and, you know, they're a very, uh, not luxurious flight, but, yeah, it's local, Mm -hmm. and it's... They have good customer service, and they're yeah. really on it. And They really are. I mean, yeah. they're a strong brand, so we'll see. We'll I just, see. We'll see what happens. Well, I encountered United's economy. Oh, that's terrible. It's terrible. Basic economy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because you don't, they don't get blankets. <laughs> they don't give you Dude, nothing. they don't nothing. give you anything. Yeah, so you actually are given a personal item. You're able to bring a personal item, but you can't put anything in the overhead compartment. So what's in the so overhead compartments? Well, you board last. So technically, it's like you're the bottom, 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 (laughs) and you don't get anything except for your one little personal item that can go beneath the seat in front of you. It's terrible. And so we don't get to pick our seats either. And so Daniel and I were separate, you know, for a lot of it. But coming home, I noticed that there were two dudes and my husband sitting in a row. And I was like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> to the middle dude. Yeah. You want to sit on an aisle? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Really sell I was like, well, I want to sit next to my husband. So yeah. switch. So, but yeah, that was really interesting. But I didn't think it was as bad as you might expect. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. You got the lowest fare. They're still doing everything that they're supposed to do. You're just not given as many other options. Did you get the seats that did not have the in-seat entertainment system? Because I flew some United flight that was like, hey, bring out your laptop and connect to our entertainment yeah, system. Yeah, so they don't have that anymore. But oh. I already had the app downloaded to my iPad and my phone. That's the thing. I didn't know, so mm-hmm. I didn't have anything of that downloaded, and I didn't want to buy their Wi-Fi to download it. Oh, well, if you... Oh, I see. And yeah. I was already in mid-flight or whatever, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like... Well, I just so happened to have downloaded the United Airlines app prior, and... I was sitting pretty just watching <laughs> movies. <and laughs> That's a good travel tip. Download the app of yeah, whatever airline you're going to fly Whatever airline with. you're going to fly. Or any movies or whatever you want from yeah. Amazon Prime or whatever. Just mm-hmm. download it to your tablet. That's what my husband does. Or read a book. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I do. Or a regular read a book. person that goes to sleep. Or that. Do you yeah. have tips for going to sleep on a plane? Because I cannot. Um, so when I have trouble sleeping, I use melatonin, usually like 8 milligrams. Um, but when I was in Paris, I found this um, allergy pill. Nice. Was it a French allergy? It was a French Don't allergy pill. Don't you think the pill. European drugs are amazing? Oh, my gosh. They are and amazing. On that flight from Charles de Gaulle to San Francisco... I slept the whole way coming home. Man, that's what is the that, dream. like a 14-hour flight? It, yeah, like 14 hours. And I swear, I was probably like drooling with my <sighs> mouth open and everything. And I only woke up right before we landed. And oh, it was amazing. Perfect. So that's whatever awesome. that European antihistamine was. That's so it awesome. Worked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to chug NyQuil the next time I have a flight. Oh, people do NyQuil. Or they yeah. do... Um, NyQuil gives you a weird, like, after effect in the morning. So people do, um, like, what is it called? Like, the 
oh, I'm blanking. But they do the like the Tylenols that knock oh, you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tylenol PM. Tylenol PM. I had oh, a friend yeah. that used that. to call that her sleeping pill. Yeah. And I was like, because she was talking about like she was a thug. Like, oh. yeah, 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 I got my sleeping pill. I got my sleeping pills. Yeah, I'm going to sleep mm. good. And then I realized it's it so was crunk. Tylenol PM. Yeah. Yeah. Tylenol PM. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's your sleeping pill? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, because it'll help you with a headache. So yeah. if you're drinking also, here's the hangover. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, it was super good having you on. And thank you for sharing your your breadth of knowledge with us about traveling and flying and taking drugs on airplanes. <laughs> yes. Legal over the drugs. counter. Yeah, over the legal counter. over-the-counter <laughs> yes. drugs on airplanes. Um, I also just want to shout out real quick where we're recording, because we forgot to mention that in the beginning of the video. We're in the ESPN studios right now. Awesome. Podcast, not video. It's podcast gonna, we'll have a video one day one day one day we'll have our intern take a video i know our intern maddie here is helping assist with the uh visual side so watchers and listeners can can get a full breath of the video and please remember to subscribe to our podcast on itunes as well as soundcloud if you're listening there i know we have a split audience um rate you know leave us a comment you can email us any questions at media at hawaiimagazine.com Yep. And I think that's all the shout-outs. Do you have anything you want to shout-out? Mm. I love cats. Yay! Yay! I love cats <laughs> with an S. And me. Yes. Actually, she does love cats. I She's a volunteer at the Lanai uh, Cat Sanctuary. I have a cat. Cats? Dude, I have a cat Instagram. Whoa. I'm, I'm H-I Cat Daddy. Oh, nice. Follow me on Instagram. No, but, you know, just share the love and, um, you know, obviously we're all on social media and whatnot, and if I can just encourage you to just be positive everywhere <laughs> i like that that's yeah, a good way to end our that's show that's a great way to we end our show always sounds good aloha is free anyway aloha okay is free well and we'll see you guys next time on uh, have aloha with travel aloha. Thanks so much.